0: It's time to fire up the Three-Cylinder Star Drive, the show that sputters along, touring a galaxy of pop culture and fanboy fiction.
1: And now, here are your hosts, Richard Coots and Roger Colby. Hey, welcome back to Three-Cylinder Star Drive. I'm Roger Colby. And I'm Richard Kitts. Hey, today we're going to talk about a, a couple of films. We're going to review Captain Marvel, and then we're going to talk about our movie of the week, which is actually a movie that came out this week, so it's kind of different for us. Usually we cover a film that we've you can watch on DVD or whatever, but this week we're going to cover one that uh, has just came out in theaters.
0: Yeah, I kind of felt like Aquaman should have been a movie of the week.
1: <laughs> it should have been. It should have been. Okay, so the movie we're, we're going to talk about and review without really spoiling it mm-hmm. is Captain Marvel. <clears throat> um, Captain Marvel is... A, uh, another Marvel film, of course, um, and uh, this one is supposed to be kind of like Marvel's uh, answer to Wonder Woman kind of thing, mm-hmm. as far as its uh, tone and uh, messages and stuff like that, which I felt they achieved that. I think that they achieved um, uh, a, uh, an equal to Wonder Woman, I think, in a lot of ways. But also, it's own, it's its own film, you know. It's its own uh, Marvel styled film, you know. So, um, so basically, Carol Danvers is uh, is Marvel Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and Captain Marvel is uh, also a a Cree, and she won't really give anything away with the story because there's like some really good twists in this film. Some really good twists that I didn't see coming. Honestly, there was a lot of it I did not see coming. That makes for a really good story when I can't spot it before it happens, you know. But she's got powers, like, galore. Mm -hmm. And she's really powerful. Um, And honestly, after seeing this movie, I feel like that... uh, she could basically take on Thanos with one hand tied behind her. Right. Back. I mean, she is
0: powerful. Yeah, she's probably like. I don't know how they're gonna make her make Thanos a threat for <laughs> her because she's like seriously overpowered. She around is. the around the end of this movie. So um,
1: I mean, she would probably even give Superman a run for his money. Yeah. I mean, this chick is awesome. I mean, just awesome. I really, really loved um, the movie. Uh, I'm going to give the movie, honestly, for me, I'm going to give the movie a five out of five stars. And the reason I'm going to give it five out of five is just because it was so good. I mean, I just really, really enjoyed it. It was fun, and it was smart, and it had really good uh, story hooks and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, kept you completely riveted the whole time.
0: Yeah, um, I think... Yeah, I'm gonna give it that too, but five stars too. But I think what I really liked about it is, it did a thing where and where maybe even more than some of the other Marvel Studios movies, they they went in a completely different direction than they do in the comics. And they uh, without spoiling anything, they it is a very different take on the scrolls.
1: It is. It's definitely a different um, so, take on the scrolls. yeah,
0: I was not expecting this kind of take on the scrolls that they do in the film. Um, but, you know, and then it's also got a lot of great humor and stuff. I think if I really have really an issue with it is, and I think this is not the filmmaker's fault. I think this is just an issue of runtime.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What. hmm the limits of what they can do in a runtime, I felt like maybe her progression just seemed kind of, kind of little fast in yeah. this film. It seemed that's really my only real gripe about it. Well, one other thing, and me and Roger disagree on this. I thought <laughs> they 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 reveal what happened to Fury's eye, and I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I just thought it was dumb, and it it was just it, I thought it was dumb, and it was kind of. It was kind of a letdown. Okay, well, <laughs> kind the of reason a I disagree
1: with that is because it's like everybody's like, "Oh man, how did he lose his eye? Was it like you get know, a fight with Wolverine, or he must have had some really tough dude?" But...
0: Okay, I ain't not gonna tell you what it is, but they turn it. They basically make the whole thing into a joke, and it I was like, a joke, I, "It but is, funny. it's a joke," and I'm kind of, it is kind of funny, but at the same time, it kind of, for some reason, just me personally, it kind of just didn't sit right with me. I was like, mm. I don't know if I really like that. Yeah, yeah um, I thought it
1: was funny, though.
0: Okay. <laughs> this is just... I think it just something... Mm. Just personal feeling. Something in kind of... Just... That didn't set right with me personally. You realize... But, but that's You also not
1: realize, like, too... This is what's kind of funny. The movie had... I felt that Sam Jackson and Brie Larson had some of the best chemistry in mm-hmm. the film. And I think it's because they've also been in, like, a couple of other movies together... What else have they been in together? They've done a couple other films together. I don't know. I didn't... She was talking about it. Let me have to look this up. But, um...
0: Oh, they were both in Kong. That's right. Yes, they
1: were in Kong. They were also in another film, too. But here recently, they've been in some movies together. And they hang out together. And apparently, they're, like, really good friends in real life, too. So, their chemistry was really good. Um... Watch for it in the movie, too. There's some stuff in there that's kind of like a, uh, riffs on pulp fiction.
0: Yeah, there's a couple there little is.
1: things in there that are like, you know, oh, that's like right out of pulp fiction. Um, and and they're paying paying homage to that kind of you know, there's some iconic imagery that you'll see mm-hmm. in the film that that will remind you of pulp fiction.
0: So, um, yeah, and speak of just the um. Okay, so the Stanley cameo in this is great because yes. I won't spoil what it is, but just okay. So he's—I will just say this—he's reading something in on a bus, and just pay. <laughs> just make sure you you could, you could you can miss this. So pay attention uh, to what he's reading, and yeah. if you know what it, what it is, you'll get it.
1: I'll give you a hint: Kevin Smith.
0: Kevin Smith. Yeah. yeah go, okay. The there hint. you go.
1: Yeah. Um, so I mean, it takes place in the '90s. So you figure that out. Uh, the other thing that was kind of cool is that they digitally uh, decreased the age of Coulson and uh, and. Uh, Nick Fury.
0: I don't think they did it with Coulson. I think they just. No,
1: they did with Coulson. They I, did. They did
0: really. Yeah. I thought they just kind of put some hair on him and maybe did some makeup. No, it didn't. No,
1: it's digitally. Okay. Digitally, then. Yeah, I've actually seen an article about it. Oh, okay. They digitally made them younger. Because
0: honestly, Coulson doesn't look a whole lot different other than his hairs. Uh,
1: yeah, he's got a little less wrinkles than he yeah. does now. So, um, I mean, but it, it, they do that, but it's not really that noticeable yeah. because it's like, it's not glaring, you know, kind of like you're like, oh my gosh, kind of like whenever um, Kurt Russell was in the second Guardians film, uh-huh. right? And at the beginning of the movie, you see him like as a young Kurt Russell uh-huh. and it's kind of weird yeah, and he looks kind of plastic a mm-hmm. little bit. Um, but still looked really good. I mean, it, it was probably one of the best de-aging that I'd seen when uh, Kurt Russell was a young Kurt Russell on Earth, mm-hmm. you know. Um, anyway, but it's really a good film. Like I said, it has great story, and uh, don't believe the haters because there's haters out there that trying to hate on Captain Marvel, and they did that, and look what happened. Captain Marvel is like the number one Marvel film grossing worldwide. Yeah. Yep. So. <laughs> so take that. I mean, honestly, I really hate it when people start hating on a film like that, and and I mean, there's reasons why they probably are. I mean, Brie Larson apparently has said. Well, some stuff, she said
0: something that sounded kind of dumb. But here's the deal: I don't if know. you can't, if okay, so here's the deal: Hollywood actors and actresses and filmmakers live in a bubble,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they and they are going to say th- dumb things that you don't agree with yep. because living in that bubble affords them the ability to do that does not mean you cannot sit down and enjoy a movie. If you cannot sit down and enjoy a movie, uh your 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 pool of films that you watch is going to be really really small because guess what, a lot of them say really dumb things cuz they live in a bubble. So you could if, so just get past it. Get past your own Hang ups and just enjoy the movie Mm -hmm. because the movies you go to the movie for entertainment, not for politics or whatever. Yeah, so
1: because you know what, I don't care about that. Yeah, I don't care.
0: I personally, it's not a big deal to me. It's like I can enjoy a movie, I don't whether they say something I don't like or not,
1: doesn't matter to me. Nope, yeah. Okay, so uh, go see Captain Marvel, it's really good, Mm -hmm. and um, honestly, nothing in there about thanos at all
0: nope no nothing nope. about Thanos. it's just
1: a backstory um
0: really. yeah there is i mean of course there is there is a mid-credit scene
1: and an end credit and scene. an
0: end credit scene mm-hmm. but there's a mid-credit scene that does link to avengers infinity it does, war but that's so, it. not infinity war Endgame. yeah
1: but that's um, it there's nothing else. yeah
0: yep that's pretty much it mm-hmm. you know the blockbuster what I was in this which is the last blockbuster in existence is like getting a lot of like tourists and stuff now though mm-hmm. so yep that's cool.
1: Um, okay, so They're our not- movie of the week this week is a movie that just came out this weekend, and honestly, I've never been more depressed watching a science fiction movie. Mm-hmm. I, maybe since, I don't know, I can't think of another film where I was that depressed yeah. after I left it.
0: I don't know. I I watched, I mean, if we're talking <laughs> across all all genres, I will say that, I felt really depressed after watching that Western Hostiles because oh, it, yeah. uh, it was just, it was just like two and a half, it yeah. was about over two hours of feeling like my face was being dragged through the mud. <laughs> it was just like everybody in humanity is awful. There's no yeah. aliens, just yeah. people, and they're all yeah. racist and they're right. all awful.
1: Right. Um, in uh, this movie we're talking about, is called Captive State, and it's another one of these movies. You know, look, we go support these movies mm-hmm. that are... I mean, good grief, this poor movie's coming out on the second weekend after Captain Marvel. Uh-huh. We go to the movie theater thinking, on opening weekend, we're thinking, man, we're not going to be able to get seats to this thing. It's going to be packed out. Nope.
0: Yeah, I remember I was, like, looking, like, an hour dead. an hour before the showing to see how many tickets were left, and there was, like, no seats taken yet. Yeah,
1: it was dead. An hour Completely before the show. Dead. Um. So... Anyway, so we go in there and we watch this movie, right? And basically, the story is that a superior alien race has come to Earth and they have. And we're right at the end. The movie begins. We're right at the end of the war that they had. Short, or apparently, very short war they had with these aliens. Because uh-huh. aliens win. And then we're basically having to be their captives, you know. Um, and we are made to. You know, do all this stuff, and there's these people that sell themselves out and like go be, you know, so they can communicate with the aliens and like be leaders of humans and stuff. And it's just like one horrible thing happens after another. And we follow this kid who is like his brother is some kind of resistance movement guy Mm -hmm. who they believe is dead, and then he's not dead, and then, you know, and Man, the story was like really sometimes hard to follow, mm-hmm. um, and there's all kinds of weird stuff in it that I I would like an explanation for. Oh no, I
0: had an uh, I had an easy time following. <laughs> Not it. the
1: story. I'm talking just... about things in the environment, like those weird suction cup things. Oh well,
0: okay. Then, I'm like yeah. what
1: is that? Yeah, it's it like just... some weird thing is like sticking on the window. Yeah, they've like...
0: got like these like these live David like they're like these David Cronen- Cronenberg like <laughs> weird. Uh, they're, they're like trackers, but they're, like, alive. David
1: Cronenberg.
0: They're, like, alive. Yeah. And it's, like, some weird little, David Cronenberg type thing. like a thing. little larva
1: inside. Yeah, yeah. It,
0: it's very David Cronenberg-esque.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, but they got those in, like, apparently there's these sucker things that, like, track those things down and stuff. And, like, when they're out of range or whenever, where, you, where they're not supposed to be. And so, like, this kid's not where he's supposed to be. And they're, like, all... Sucking on this window and stuff, trying to get into him, <laughs> quark, 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 trying to get to get to this kid. To, I guess I guess they're gonna rip the tracker out of him or something. But know. it was I so was weird. Con- that's
1: what I was confused about. I mean, what is that thing even for? I mean, I understand it's for tracking people. And there's these, you see these things like flying in the air. They look like like a swarm of birds, and it's like mm. they make this noise like, you know, yeah. And they're like flying around and. Like apparently, the aliens have called themselves the legislators.
0: Yeah, I think I don't know if the aliens have called themselves that, or if that's what the people have chosen to call them, because they basically create all their laws now.
1: This is a—I honestly think that this movie is something like a, maybe an anti-government film. Yeah, kinda it kind of is. That's what the vibe and the whole is. thing
0: takes place in the United States, and it's not really clear if any of this stuff is happening outside of the United States. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind so, of unclear about what's going on in the rest of the world. I mean, you can kind of imagine if they're taking over the U.S. to that yeah, extent, they've also taken over probably. the rest of the planet. Um, but, oh, well, yeah, well, we have that. Do we have the Now th- No, I was thinking about something else. About the nuclear missiles or whatever. Oh, that's oh, no, that's on another show. Oh, yeah. That's, that's, on,
0: a, that's okay. on a TV show. We'll My talk TV about that. My TV shows are
1: coming back together. Yeah, we're going to have to talk about that on the next podcast to talk about the, the passage, but... Um but no man. Oh my gosh, this movie's so weird and I just was it it ends kind of like at the very end of the movie it just ends with them hopefully mounting some kind of resistance that works.
0: Well um, they but
1: we don't really know if they survive. Yeah, we don't. But you find out
0: near the end that everything that's been happening in the film has been orchestrated and yeah. I Look, I don't want to spoil this movie for you, but I'm gonna do it somewhat. I'm gonna say everything that you see that that (laughs) seems like all of it fails, and John Goodman's character goes, "Did you ever wonder if we were, if if it was designed to fail, or something?" He says something like that. It was it was the whole thing throughout there. Multiple times they mentioned the Trojan horse. Yeah, the Greek Trojan horse. Beware the Greeks bearing gifts.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, I don't know. It's got some really great uh, talent in it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got John Goodman. It's got it's John got Vera Verme- Farmiga. Uh, and got, uh, I mean, then
0: this, uh, aside from them, it's got, like, I can't even list all the names, but it's just like a buttload of character actors.
1: Like <laughs> yeah.
0: There's so many, it's, there's so many <laughs> of those people, you know, those, hey, it's what's-his-face or, hey, it's what's-her-face. Those yeah. kind of characters. It's like, oh, it's
1: that person I saw in a movie once and yeah. I can't place them. I mean, it's like there's just like a whole bunch of different people like that in the movie. Now, I'm not gonna say this is a bad it's movie. It's not a bad movie. It's not at a all. bad movie. We're not
0: it's we're not downing it. Actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just really depressing. It's, it's it's I don't you will not have an enjoyable time. You might I think you can appreciate it. It's got a great story. Um huh. aside, aside from you know, just it's just really, really a bummer.
1: Yeah, don't don't watch this movie if you're even a bit depressed. Yeah. Because it'll just make it worse.
0: Yeah, this is the kind of movie I don't watch at night before I go to bed because I'm <laughs> thinking about it.
1: And I'm like, yeah. this,
0: I'm sad now. I don't want to go to I sleep. I had to
1: go home and watch that, <laughs> uh, that episode of Saturday Night Live I recorded. Oh, yeah? Uh, yeah, I had to go home and watch that. By the way, you're right. That one was one of the funniest ones. That's one. I, I
0: think I laughed at every sketch in that yeah. one. It, we're ah, we're getting off topic.
1: But, <laughs> well, um, uh, but basically, I mean, go see it. It's pretty good. Support it. It's it's a good film, uh, and I think it's probably smarter than what I'm giving it credit. It's it's pretty good film. It,
0: no, it's it's smart. The 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 whole. They, the whole plan that you find out that they've enacted—it's—it's—it's yeah. it, it's really—it's really—it's intricate. It's, cool. really, it's, intricate. Yeah. it's very smart, mm-hmm. but um, yeah. yeah, it is just really depressing. So <laughs> it
1: is. don't go see it if you're looking for like you know. I mean, go see Captain Marvel. Here's the thing: if you haven't seen Captain Marvel or this other film, go see the go see Captain State first, then walk over and see Cap- Captain Marvel, and yeah. you'll you'll, yeah. have a great yeah. you'll have a great time. You'll have a great time. Because uh, Captain Marvel leaves you like, yes, yes, I can't wait, you know, it's can't wait till the next movie. So, um, anyway, but oh. next week we're going to hopefully look at um, The Passage and talk about it. Yeah,
0: let's do that. Okay. Let's talk about The Passage. Oh, and, and in other news, just if you guys haven't heard, this is good news. I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. James Gunn is back on Guardians of the Galaxy 3, That's Volume great. 3, he's That's back. That's great news. And he's still going to be directing right finishing writing and directing suicide squad 2 mm-hmm. which they say is actually going to be a complete reboot of. it. So we're getting bo- we're getting James Gunn from both to, from from yep. uh, getting the best of both worlds uh-huh. with James Gunn. So
1: And don't forget kids, uh, on the 27th there's going to be the the new uh, new series on FX. What We Do, what in, we the do sh- in the Shadows. Yeah, Can't wait to see that. All right. Well, lot's coming up, so we'll have a lot of things to talk about in the next few months. So, until then, I'm Roger Colby. I'm Richard Kitts.